0: Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production,
1: which means it's going to be awesome.
0: Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free, so enjoy the show.
2: Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins oh. and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. Oh. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
0: Hello, everyone. We have a great episode for you today. We have actor, documentarian, and comedian, Ravi Patel and his wife Mahali Patel—they're here to discuss their new HBO Max docu series, Ravi Patel's pursuit of happiness. Oh my god, it's so good, and the conversation is so good. I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, but before that, we want to thank Carefree Breathe for being our sponsor. Carefree Breathe offers a line of skin-friendly pads and panty liners that go beyond leak protection to keep your skin dry. And irritation-free. They are clinically tested by dermatologists to meet sensitive skin standards. They're free from fragrances, dyes, harsh irritants. And they have all of your absorbency needs covered from ultra-thin pad with wings, regular, super, overnight, and panty panty liner regular-wrapped. Let me tell you, these are comfortable. There's no irritation, and if the skin is wet, the friction of the pad liner rubbing on your skin will not cause irritation because of their air-infused cover. It has a soft touch feel, will keep your skin dry and clean. So check it out. For more information, check it out on Amazon or Walmart.com, or you can even find it at your local grocery store. Or CVS, again, that is carefree free.
2: You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi
0: everybody, I'm Jamie. Hi everyone, I'm Jenna. Welcome to another episode of Mama Said. How are we you?
2: Are.
0: I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Mm, I'm okay. Um, so I'm just gonna hop into the win fails.
2: Mommy win! <clears throat> Mommy fail.
0: So I, I guess my win is that I set aside time and I did like a 3,000 piece Lego with Bo, like built a whole hockey rink. God, are you kidding me? Yeah. I spent I- three hours, but it was three hours that he was completely engaged, wasn't reaching for iPad or anything. Like he yeah. was so into it. And even though yeah. I was like, there's so much work I could be doing and things I could be yeah. doing, I, I wanted to, to be there for him. Good for you. Yeah. I feel, and I thought it was almost like as like following days would come and I'd feel guilt about not doing this or that, I had like that moment to be like, nope, I did that this week. It was like I was holding on to it. My fail is that, and I look, I know it's kind of like the ever flowing, like emotional ride that we've all been on through all this the past couple of months, but I'm really struggling this week with like being positive. Right. I'm really struggling. Like what? Like? I, I don't know. I just feel like, eh, like meh. like I, Like, I don't feel hopeful about things. I, I feel right. like I feel myself kind of creeping back into like negative talk. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. And I feel like sometimes that's okay. And um, it almost... I know this sounds weird, but sometimes it feels good to let yourself just like creep into that and like be depressed for a little bit. Um, yeah. because if you're always powering through and being like, I'm going to flip to the positive side and half glass full, like it gets to a point where you're like, okay, I can't fucking pretend anymore. Like that, yeah. that, that gives me anxiety always yeah. to be yeah. on the positive side. Yeah. So sometimes like I just let myself be like, Wow the world is dark right now. Yeah. I'm depressed. I'm nervous. I'm scared. And this blows. And I'm like that for a couple days. And then I naturally get out of it. I'm not pressuring myself to like feel better immediately.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's true. Thank you.
3: So you're
2: allowed.
0: (laughs) You're allowed.
3: Um, let's see. I mean, I have been so incredibly stressed out. Um, lately I, uh, you know, I'm moving and you know, we're in escrow and I'm, ner- I'm nervous. I, first of all, I'm excited for the next chapter,
0: mm-hmm. but I'm,
3: I'm just really nervous about moving and I'm trying to get my, you know, ducks in a row and, you know, try to like, maybe I'll do this room and organize this room two months before and then go to the next room and throw everything out. And like, just organize. I doubt that's going to ever happen. I just, I'm starting to, I can see myself starting to feel like I need to be really OCD and controlling right now because a big move is coming up. And then whenever I start feeling like I need to be OCD, it's basically when I'm feeling out of control that I I want to feel more in control. And then because of that, I start um, having my anxieties about health. Mm-hmm. just i don't i don't know the correlation i just know that stress yes. brings the one when i'm stressed i go straight to what i could be stressed about you know the kids school it has nothing to do with my health but when i'm stressed about anything i start feeling things in my body and being like oh i felt a zing in my breast what, what does that mean or like i feel like a a pounding in my stomach and i've noticed that more and i know i'm very aware and i've talked about this i'm very aware of my anxieties so, like, I know what's happening. I know I'm feeling more things in my body because I'm stressed from like something else, and I'm trying to stop myself. It's very strange to be so aware of your anxieties and yeah. knowing knowing that the pain you feel is probably not a pain at all. You're Isn't probably, it pretty?
0: It's pretty wild how stress can physically manifest.
3: Yeah, and yeah. I I know when I manifest it. So anyway, I am that's it, it you know that's not a fail but and and not a win um and I've talked about this before but I'm just trying to get through with all these docu signs and all these huge fucking decisions that we have to make. I mean, we just pulled out of my kids school uh because we were going to send them for 3 months and then switch them to another school and I just pulled out of the first one because I felt like it's too many transitions yeah. and, and that sucks and um And that's it. So it's just, I have a lot going on and I feel like the only thing that really, truly helps me is just going and getting out. like, (laughs) even just like sitting outside and drinking, I'm sitting, I hope no one thinks I'm an alcoholic. Like I actually, okay. Okay. Um, My mom's like, you talk about alcohol a lot. I'm like, I shouldn't maybe to, to be, you know, more careful for people who actually have alcoholism, but Point being, I like to be oh. with my girlfriends and just like sit with them and laugh because it reminds me of like the old times pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. So it really does help me. That is my therapy as well as having therapy every other week. So good. that's it. I'm just, you know, I, I needed to get that out. That felt better. I know. Um,
0: I feel better too. It always good. feels better to talk about it. So ladies, yeah. find your mom a friend like Jenna and I have in each other and just yeah. talk it out. And of us sometimes- if you ever need to talk. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We'll be right here. Okay. We are going to be right back. You guys, I'm so grateful to Jenna for bringing our next guests on this show, Ravi Patel and Mahali Patel. She took his name, right? Okay. Um, they are an amazing couple. Um, They have a new show, a docuseries coming out on HBO Max on August 27th called Ravi Patel's Pursuit of Happiness. Mm -hmm. And it is so phenomenal. We're going to talk to them all about it, particularly an episode that um, focuses in Japan on parenting and gender roles. It is so informative. They're such a great, hilarious couple. We can't wait for you to hear this conversation. So hang on and we'll be right back.
3: So I'm always snacking. Everyone knows this about me. And I'm always in search of that perfect snack. Well, I have found it. It is called Chomps, and it is so delicious. Chomps is dedicated to producing a net positive effect on the environment and becoming carbon neutral. How cool is that? To do so, Chomps sources from farmers that follow natural regenerative agriculture methods like rotational grazing. Also, Chomps meat snacks are a really high-quality pantry staple that can be delivered conveniently to your door. They are a great option if you are limiting your grocery store shopping, which I am, but still want nutritious staples on hand. So, if you want to check out Chomps, please head to chomps.com/mamasaid using the code Mama Said fifteen and get fifteen percent off your order.
0: How many times have you had the conversation of Does anyone have a good natural deodorant that works? Well, we've got one for you. It's Each and Every. Each and Every's gender-inclusive deodorant is formulated for sensitive skin, and it is made without aluminum, parabens, baking soda, alcohol, and synthetic fragrances. It has six simple ingredients plus essential oils like coconut oil and dead sea salt and they work together to reduce body odor and in fact it has been found to provide odor protection equal to an antiperspirant without the aluminum each and every goes on silky smooth it keeps you odor free all day plus it's vegan and cruelty free. So you can try it risk free with our 30-day money back guarantee. So visit eachandevery.com slash mama and use promo code mama for 30% off your first purchase. That's promo code Mama at eachandevery dot com slash mama. And that's not eligible to combine with other discounts or subscriptions.
2: You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
0: Okay, we are back. Um, Our guest today, um, well, he is an actor, a documentarian, a philanthropist. On the acting front, Um, his next appearance is with Gal Gadot and Chris Pine in The Wonder Woman 1984. He's also co-creator and co-lead in Netflix's upcoming half-hour comedy series, Messy. Uh, He's also well-known for co-directing and starring in Meet the Patels, a festival darling that will then be soon into a feature film through Fox Searchlight, He was an investment banker and is now the co-founder of This Saves Lives. It's the Yummy Bar, which donates a meal packet for every granola bar they sell. Um, He's currently based in L.A. with his gorgeous wife, Mahaley, a therapist, and their three-year-old daughter, also a therapist, which is my favorite part of this bio. Most importantly, (laughs) and what we're here to talk about today, is on August 27th, HBO Max will premiere his four-part binge docu-series, Ravi Patel's Pursuit of Happiness. Jen and I got the honor and the privilege to watch this already, and it is incredible. Without Um, further ado, please welcome Ravi and Mihaly. Thank you so much for joining us.
4: What an awesome... I I feel like we should have gotten some sort of intro to read about you guys. That was was overwhelming. Uh, Thank you to you, you and thank you to whoever wrote that bio, really.
0: Uh, you should give them a raise. Because, <laughs> because, but you should be proud. I normally try and like you know shrink down and edit these bios, but these are all really things that you should be so proud of, and all oh, parts of you. you and who you are. And so we had to talk
4: about all of that.
0: Wait,
3: Ravi, I didn't know you were an investment banker.
4: I was an investment. So to anyone who's listening, Jen and I have been <laughs> friends for a very long time. Her husband and I also very close for a long time. We've been on a text thread together with the, with, the, with a bunch of bros for over a decade, and that's Ugh. the core of our relationship. Uh, no, I was an investment banker for four to five months after college, and it was not meant to be. I, I was not good at it, and uh, yeah, I got laid off four or five months after that, and it was the best thing that's ever, ever happened to me.
0: Everything yeah. happens for a reason. Amen. Well, first <laughs> and foremost, we like to just start this off, because all parents, everyone just loves to know that they're... Not alone, and we're in the same boat. How have you guys been doing over the past couple of months?
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you it depends who you, you ask, right? What do you mean? <laughs> um,
1: Mahaley, <laughs> you go first.
4: Yeah, you yeah. Let's hear. Let's hear Mahaley's truth first.
1: Um, 2020 has been an interesting. Wow, what a year! How to sum that up? Um, <laughs> I'm very grateful for my husband. I've been working more than I ever have in my life. He's a really um he's really stepped up. I mean, he already was, he was already stepping
4: up, but now, again, I'd like to thank whoever's her publicist <laughs> as well. I mean, stuff, stuff get out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen you work like this, but you know, you look, tell
1: us about your work really quickly. So everyone knows yeah. what important work that you do. Uh, yeah. So I work at, as um, a therapist, I'm doing my clinical hours right now for my licensure, and I work at a center um, in uh, in the Valley, in California. And because of COVID, we're doing exclusively telehealth. And our clinical director has been gracious enough to let me pretty much take most of the moms at the center because my focus is in maternal, maternal mental health. So it's been quite the ride. Um, and trying to navigate covid just as an individual and then as like a parent, as a partner, um, and trying to help 19 people a week (laughs) do the same (laughs) was not quite what I had in (laughs) mind when I signed up for this. But um it's it's been it's been good. It's overall been it's been hard. Like it's been personally a hard journey. But I think it's been great for us as a team. I feel like I was just saying this the other week. I was like I kind of now I'm like, oh, we can do anything. I have this like mm-hmm. feeling of like we've navigated this really tricky time and yeah. not having the childcare that we thought we would in the way that we thought we would have it. Mm-hmm. Um, not being able to like go anywhere, see our friends.
4: Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I, – I feel – I think I was saying this to to your, her mom with us and I, was, and I was saying this to her yesterday. I was like, I actually feel – so lucky that i got this chance to to do more and it wouldn't have happened had the pandemic not hit yeah. or yeah.
2: she it's not been longest. simultaneously as
4: busy as she is and like I, you know for a long time our relationship was like the the, the the real estate of our time was entirely kind of centered around me and my career and mm-hmm. and and you know especially with our first kid and like I think I was out of the country seven months of that first year, like like traveling for yeah. filming stuff. And they would join me a lot of time. But I've carried a lot of guilt and shame about because because it tore us up too. That was a really tough time for us. Yeah. And I, I I've been really wanting to get a chance to just do more and to also just I don't I, like <laughs> I really want more kids. <laughs> she doesn't necessarily want more because I, I wanted kind of- to, I wanted to cr- create a the vision of the possibility. And, and also just as a way to say thank you because, you know, now I'm delivering meals to her while she's working and picking up. Right. A- and she did that to me, for me for so many years. Yeah. So.
1: It's an interesting turn of events. It's really like, <laughs> he's the majority of the cooking. And by the way, I, I- Turns out I'm, me. I'm
4: brilliant in the kitchen, like latent talent all over but the place. Brilliant
1: and messy. Not as messy as he was, though. He's oh, I, I'm,
4: I'm an artist in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> still, yeah. I still don't let him touch the laundry.
4: No interest in the laundry. I mean, no I'm not good at it. She doesn't like how I fold. You know, and it's like, all right, fine. You don't it's want, not the right way. You don't like my folding. Get out of here. Fine. <laughs>
1: Um so interesting. By the way,
4: she's also a pediatric sleep consultant, which she does on the side, which is insane because she's in, very in demand for that and she's a perfectionist, so she's she stays very busy.
3: You know but it's been we, yeah. I was gonna say we have a Facebook page for Mama Said and um Mahaley there's a lot of sleep questions on our private Facebook page. I don't know if you guys are all whoever's listening is a member, but it's a really sweet community on our facebook page um there's no negativity it kind of runs itself it's really beautiful and like all the moms are there for each other anyway Mahaley pops on all the time and just gives her free advice to people really and, yes since yeah, day one, since day one. And I remember Mahaly when you were like, do you mind if I do this? And I was like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> we are in-house sleep instructor, please. And so it was just so yeah. wonderful to see that you were helping so many people for free and you were, you know, just so attentive to their questions. And, um, and yeah, so that, that was just such a added bonus to our mama said Facebook.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's really a testament to the community you guys have created. I think it's a real, um, <laughs> a real feat to create a community where the judgment and the shame that is just like so prevalent in the motherhood community, specifically, yeah. I think in this country, for some reason, mm. to be able to do that. I mean, my hats off to you
4: guys. That must feel so good really for you guys to have
1: hard
0: <laughs> to
4: have curated that, like to get that community going. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about too much about us because I'm really (laughs) I said you guys. But I will say that, you know, Jenna, I always say, is the person that opened that door for me personally. And then I think that's kind of how Mama Said was born because my first time around when I had my first son... It was kind of similar to you guys. Like, my husband was traveling. He was playing minor league baseball. I was alone, mm-hmm. and I figured if I'm not working, I could do this. I got this. This is right, right. And none of it was blissful. All of it was hard. I wasn't having happy feelings all the time. And whether it was postpartum, whether it was like depression or hormonal, I just felt so alone and so ashamed to share the feelings that I had. I thought it just meant maybe I wasn't a good mom. And so the second time around, Jenna was kind of a friend of a friend. And for some reason that felt safer for me to <laughs> express, like, I'm kind of feeling this right now. And like, the <laughs> waters, and she'd be like, girl, me too. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> the conversations would just blossom. And then she was like my first text for everything. And I realized a lot of moms feel this way. And then mm. literally over text, I said to her, let's start a podcast. Yes. And so it came from a genuine intention for myself to feel comfortable about all of these feelings. And so I think that's why it is the way it is. And it's become what it's become because it was just something out of necessity that I realized, you know, we all share as mothers.
4: Well, so how it, courageous of y'all though, to even have to even commit to that relationship. Cause it still is a relationship. Anytime you make something together, like I'm, I'm sure you have, you know, you've had moments of conflict that you've had to overcome. And like, how awesome is it that y'all were able to build this thing? By the way, I would start anything with Jenna. Girl is a pit bull. <laughs> right.
2: she gets stuff
4: done
0: she's I think really she's so awesome. the funniest person I know. She makes me laugh. Very funny. Which is so
3: weird because that's so not true. But I love you, Jamie. Thank you. But honestly, just to, you know, wrap this up. I mean, I, we were both on our second kids and Jamie I always tell her this. Like she was my permission to just um, let it all out. I mean, we found each other at the perfect time, at the right time, and we did not hold back with anything. I mean, if I probably have these text messages. I mean, there are more poop. poop <laughs> I hope pictures. you don't. To be I honest. hope you don't. Yeah, there were more poop pictures and like pictures about our private parts and um, that you that anyone would ever want to see. But like the thing is, like there was. We weren't afraid to share anything, and Ravi's like, "What
4: are? Why? These- why are there private parts pictures? Oh, <laughs> like,
0: uh, postpartum, like yeah. Oh, gotcha.
4: Okay, okay. So like, I like didn't know
0: boobs.
3: Oh. yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. Anyway, well, my just-
4: friends and I send each other private parts pictures, but I didn't know if it was this. It sounds different. But-
3: I've seen okay. it. I've seen it on my husband's. <laughs> of ourselves. For you. Yeah. Your, your <laughs> private part pictures. It's lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, so here we are, and it's a perfect segue to talk about your episode all about parenting
0: Yes. I, I, well let's let's can you first explain what um what the, show happiness, the show is about it's the four the four parts but we, yeah. we do want to focus primarily on japan um, yeah sure so makes perfect sense
4: <laughs> yeah so um you know the show basically came about uh through cnn basically you know we had meetings and I I didn't really know that it was gonna lead to a show, but I was just very openly like, I just hit it off with the executives there and I would tell them about all the different things that I was obsessing over, you know, which is like, I'm really obsessed with, uh, like literally building a neighborhood with all my friends. I get obsessed with like, I do every like fad in terms of a cleanse or Mm. I'm really into health and wellness companies. And um, I'm generally just into trying to figure out how to have more fun every day. And at the, you know, in fatherhood and in 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 marriage, you know, that equates to just, you know, improving those things, and mm-hmm. I guess self improvement. I'm obsessed with therapy, and so out of that, they said, "Hey, we would love to figure out a way to give you a show. You can figure out whatever you want it to be, as long as there's travel involved." And so, wow. my first thought was pre COVID. My first thought <laughs> was, okay, uh, I've done so many things that like fail, so I'm going to try to think of something that I'll enjoy even if it fails. Right. And two, if it succeeds, I want to enjoy it. So that's where it started with, okay, I don't want to travel alone. I want to travel with someone in my life, so that way I've, I'm getting closer to the people I love instead of further away.
2: Hmm. And
4: that naturally went into, well, I'm really into, like the, the, I'm always kind of urgently in an optimistic way trying to pursue answers to life's biggest questions And so that was how the premise happened. And, you know, I figured out which episodes I want to do just by prioritizing the biggest questions that I had or have in front of me right now, which is, you know, I'm 41 now. I'm a fairly new dad, new husband. And I realized looking at my daughter, I'm sure you guys have the same experience, like, oh, my parents have obsessed with over me the same way I'm obsessing yeah. over my daughter. They've been doing it for 40 years. Yeah. And oh my God, I want to give back to that. And also we're at this age where I'm starting to realize everyone's mortality. And so yeah. with my parents, I wanted to figure out a way to, to really make the most of the time we have left together. So we went to Mexico, yeah. one of the highest or reti- hottest expat retirement communities uh, in the world to explore retirement and aging. Similarly, uh, we went to Denmark to explore immigration and refugees. Um, happiest place in the world, except for how it treats its immigrants. That's I didn't a-
0: know that. that was oh, it's wild.
4: It's, and it's very, you watch, you're like, oh, wait, this is kind of one of the most pressing questions we have as Americans right now. Yes. So that was an awesome, interesting journey. And then I went to South Korea with one of my best friends who, like me, is also an entrepreneur. And we both struggle with uh, I think something we all struggle with, which is having too many options for every minute of our day, being right. overscheduled, overwhelmed, and as a result, never feeling like we're doing enough. So that is an episode about work-life balance in a country that is having uh, issues with workaholism, you know, including high suicide rates. Right. And then, of course, there's the episode with Mahaley, and it's about something that is very obvious, which is um, parenting. And why not go to the place where you know, Japan is known for doing pretty much most innovative things in every facet of life. And their kids are extremely disciplined. So we went there to talk about that.
3: Um, you know, I was watching the episode um, and Milo, my son, was in the background and he was listening. I didn't know. And he goes, Mom, are you, that little boy can go walk around by himself? And I was like, yeah, he goes, when do you think after COVID is over that we can <laughs> all go to Japan? Because I would love to walk around by myself and go to the ah! oh,
4: so And I was, like,
3: less- I was like, that is so cute. And like I can't believe you're listening so intently. Yeah, er, that's
4: impressive. Yeah.
3: So closely to this episode. I mean, this is like 20 minutes in.
2: Wow. And, so cute. and he
3: kept saying it over and over again. He goes, but he's only seven or six. Yeah.
0: I mean, Let, let's six. explain that to Alyssa. Okay, okay. Please, Mihaly and Ravi, explain to them what happens. It's, you're basically, <laughs> So uh, what I loved was, you right, so when the baby's first born, they, they're mm-hmm. kind of like, the mother's always wearing them, right? All attachment that, like, physical is, attachment, anything no. the mother's doing, the, the baby's on the back, the front, mm-hmm. like in a carrier type of thing. Yeah. And then at the age of six, they're kind no. of cut off.
4: That's right. They, they they go from extreme attachment to extreme <laughs> detachment, and it's all about, I guess, teaching independence, independence. to yeah. kids. And so one of the ceremonies, or I guess ritual, I don't know if it's a ritual, like
1: a ritual um, sort of tradition, is the it's first. It's like sermon. their bar mitzvah. <laughs> called the yeah. first errand. Yeah, and they do it. I think it was seven.
4: No, six. 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 six, six, seven, like six he has this little badge that he that had in it has the money yeah. and like a like a cell phone that only calls
1: yeah them. and the badge signifies um that he's on his first errands so like the local um so residents when they see him will like help him if he needs to be helped oh, you know they'll kind really of okay. in a sense sort of like usher him um and make sure that he's like safe i think that was the thing that made me- blew my mind the <laughs> yeah. most was like that they would actually advertise to the community oh that yeah. this child's like alone yes. and out because that would never you know that would just never happen well here. that's another
4: that's another um, part of it though is japan is extremely safe
1: oh yes. oh so it is yeah and yeah. people don't
4: lock their bikes there it's crazy
1: I know.
3: I feel like Ravi, you're like, let's do this. We're moving here. And Mahaley's like, This will never be part of my parenting. Like, <laughs> I, even if I lived in like a town of four people, I would never let Amelie run around. Yeah. Yeah,
4: that's uh that's exactly true. I uh <laughs> what we are look where we are where we have landed, which is exciting, is that we're gonna move and we're gonna we're gonna go somewhere to kind of pursue a a simpler life. So we're going on a little world little countrywide tour at the end of year. I mean, COVID permitting, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to go check out <laughs>
1: for sure thing. The, it's the, something that we have. Yeah. So Revi and I are both from the South. Um, mm-hmm. our family is supposed to live there. Both parents, my brother and yeah. my nephew. She's is from Atlanta. I'm
4: from Charlotte.
1: Um, and we've talked about for years, like eventually moving back. Um, Ooh. Not necessarily to, like, Atlanta or Charlotte. Right. Probably to neither of those places. But somewhere, <laughs> like somewhere in the, the region. The outskirts,
4: the outskirts um, of Nashville is, is number one at the, on the list yeah. right now. But, yeah, we, you know... we talked
1: about it pretty much ever since we've been together, yeah. really. It's, um, about
4: it's about having a simpler life. life. It's about having way less overhead. It's about having more being land and more family. nature, being closer to family. And also because I, I, I we, we desperately want to raise kids kind of around... Uh, not just uh, racial diversity, but kind of intellectual diversity, which, as we all know, in L.A. is kind of everyone's main gripe.
3: Yeah. We all want to feel super, super comfy in clothes, and we want to look good, but feel good at the same time. It's always that struggle, right, mamas? Well, enter Shapermint. You guys, I am so obsessed with Shapermint. They sent me these incredible leggings. They are cute and comfy, but they suck you in all the right places and they smooth you out and they're comfortable. I keep saying that, but they really are. And they just really help you boost your confidence because when you feel confident, you're empowered. Shaperman has hundreds of shapewear styles to choose from. And right now you'll save an additional 10% on top of their already low discounted prices, plus get a free wash bag. So go to shaperman.com slash mama and use promo code MAMA. That's S-H-A-P-E-R-M-I-N-T dot com slash MAMA promo code MAMA to save an extra 10% on top of their already discounted prices, plus a free wash bag. Shaperman.com slash MAMA
2: code MAMA. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
0: I, I feel like COVID in general kind of sh- I feel like it seemed a lot of the, my friends around, I mean, by the way, even my husband and I have had talks where just like, we just want to be happy. Like Mm -hmm. it's made to kind of reprioritize so many things. And like your energy is sacred, who you share your time with is sacred. And just, and yes, you think a lot about what you want for your kids and is the struggle is the grind is all of that worth the sacrifice of what you miss out on. And you guys Mm -hmm. talk also a lot in this episode about kind of gender roles. And one thing that I thought was really interesting, and you also talk about the first year and how hard it is. And Jen and I really feel like we try and spend a lot of time acknowledging that, especially for the new moms that listen to this podcast, because it really okay. does throw everything for a loop. But your instinct, Ravi, you said, was like to work harder now that you had a child. And Mahali your instinct was kind of like more to be with with the child more. And I feel like the moms feel the guilt if they do anything else or that's you know and it's hard to go back to work it's hard to get back in a grind your identity's completely changed forever from who you once knew you were and i and you brought up a point that said parents have 23 pangs of guilt a day over their parenting choices and i'm it's like that's like a minimum for me
4: <laughs>
0: why do you think that is because we have too much access to information or pictures of seemingly perfect, ideal parenting or families?
4: I think it starts with expectations. I mean, when you were talking about your own experience and feeling the shame of a lack of bliss, I think that's something that we have all been conditioned to believe is part of the process of becoming a parent. And that's not really a fair expectation to put on any facet of life Mm -hmm. because any facet of life that's significant comes with the full spectrum of the human experience, the good and the bad. Um, You know, and yeah, I think, I do think it's the information. I mean, I think my wife is exhibit a of, you know, the kind of cause, the kind of cause and the solution she's read every, yeah. Every book, uh, she is a perfectionist anyway, personality-wise. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, nothing's ever mattered uh, to both of us, but to her, to, to get right and the the mentality of feeling that parenting is something for which you need to ace um, is really, I think it, 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 there there's parts of it that can be toxic if. You know, I feel like this was the journey of the show for us because each of these episodes was I feel like the beginning of a great conversation. But I feel like for us it was the beginning of us starting to reconcile. Okay, how can we keep trying to be better parents while also not being so hard on ourselves and accepting mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, love is really what matters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty true. I think that um I think that's what you said, right? Like this it's sort of this idea that the narrative should be entirely blissful and um, serene and calm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not my experience. Um, and so, you know, I look back on it. It's hard to dissect now. Like, what percentage of it was actually um, just like my true feelings, which I do think was like a big percentage. But then also just the added shame from all the external factors in life and um, feeling like you get a glimpse. Um, I have a, a sort of a love-hate relationship with social media in that sense that I feel like you get sort of a unrealistic glimpse into other people's lives. And I think specifically yeah. a lot of times with, with uh, motherhood, it's sort of presented as like um, all is well, you know, like, Oh, I haven't slept in 15 days, but like, I'm, everything is great, you know? And, um, I just, I did not feel that way. I was like, I haven't slept in 15 days and I really? feel like I'm going to die. You also <laughs> had a really rough pregnancy. I did. I had, um, I had hyperemesis, So I was sick from, um, pretty much day one until the marriage. very end. Cool. Uh, Oh. Yeah, so that that also really threw me for a loop. um Yeah, and, I also and think we
4: weren't ready, and and I think when the marriage is like like I feel like we put so much effort into the parenting and the logistics, which all of us do because there's so much essentially triage in reacting to this yeah. new pivot in life. uh But like we weren't we weren't necess- we were not ready for it as a as a unit and and we had to do a lot of catching up. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're, you know, I feel like as a result of that process, we're such a, I, I have, I, I like, I look back on that almost with fondness now because I feel like I owe it to that dark time
0: mm-hmm.
4: for, you know, what we have today.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But man, it was, y'all, it was hard. We yeah. hear you. I have
0: to, because it's I just, truth. it's just truth. It's the it's same. Hard. I, it, it is. And, and, you know what I found really interesting, and I want to ask about your experience with this, because I felt like, you know, watching all the episodes, especially with Japan, right? So we're, we're seeing what we admire about their culture and how disciplined the children are, but we're also finding things. I also was finding so many things that I'm so grateful for and appreciative of what we have uh-huh. that they don't. And um, yeah. one of them you talked about was individuality in children because yeah. it's, it's made me so sad that in their culture, their kids are, are kind of taught to not stand out.
4: Right. That, yeah. yeah. It's interesting because, because I think it, I think it I'll helped.
1: never forget that analogy. The, um, the nail the nail that sticks up. Yeah. They cut it off. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's so funny. Cause I, I feel like I think because, I don't know, in a lot of ways, I've often looked down at the extent to which individuality is championed in this country. And I think because I've only noticed the downsides of it, which is like, um, you know, the breakdown of community and, and family. Um, you know, I grew up in a culture and a family where there's no sense of boundaries. and And I think I took for granted all the amazing parts about it and how much that we're both products of that kind of environment yeah um so that was a good eye opener of something that is so distinctly american and you know really really cool now the trick is okay how do you how do you, how do you raise a kid who is entirely him or his him or herself but also has a great deal of respect for the bigger picture
0: yes it-
4: but I'm I mean, a I feel, hard
0: task. <laughs> I'll, I'll
4: tell you what I think it is. Cause uh, uh, I'm going to assume that all of us have listened to Michelle's podcast. Have y'all listened to Michelle Obama's <laughs> podcast yet?
0: Not yet. I have I'm, not had time. I'm
4: the only strong woman here. So, yes. only so, strong
0: woman. <laughs>
4: so they, they said a really, you know, her, it was, it was her and our boy Barack. They were talking <laughs> and he, and they said, they, towards the end of it, they said, you know, I wish that we could teach people. I wish somehow we could get people to believe that Truly, the key to happiness is giving. How much yeah. you give, and and, and uh, yeah, I know they're just perfect, but uh, right.
3: well, <laughs> so perfect.
4: <laughs> I really believe that, and and I and I think that is what we want. I feel like that's what we were taught, and I feel like that's what I. I think that's the way around because that's that actually just makes you more of an individual if you under mm-hmm. if you if that if that's part of your framework for mm-hmm. becoming more of yourself is understanding that giving is going to make you a fuller per, version of yourself. Absolutely,
0: Amen. yeah. Another thing, too, is the the gender roles, because I yeah. feel like Japan ain't doing a good job with that.
4: <laughs> no. no, no, it is not doing a good job with that. I mean, most Asian countries are not doing a good job right. with that. Right. Um,
1: it was not, I mean... Yeah, it, that was a tough one for me. Um, yeah, because we were you in, realized how
4: good you had it. I mean, it was, like, <laughs> tough to,
2: we were in, going?
1: well, I mean, to an extent, I do agree. <laughs> like the part about the individuality and, you know, things like that about how I think it's easy to sort of get lost in like the parts of it that you don't like when that's all you've really ever known and you're in your culture, in your country. Um, but then seeing the other side of it, I'm like, oh wow, it's actually something I really sort of love about, um, you know, where we live and, and what we're surrounded by. Um, the generals are really hard for me, you know, it's, um, in your, in your training, um, for, to, to become a, um, therapist, you know, 70% of your training is sort of cultural competency and like learning that there's sort of no right way to do things. And you, and you really, you know, kind of learn to just how to like navigate those moments. But there was that part of me that like so badly wanted to just say like, oh, but like, it's okay if you don't dress like a mom like what does that mean yeah. and I don't know if that part yeah. made it in the episode I don't think that it did there was a, a scene that we had in the um, in the playground mm-hmm. where the um, same couple that we had dinner with yeah. with the expat mm-hmm. and the woman from Japan mm-hmm. um, spoke about the um, when you become a mom you're expected to sort of dress in a certain way you're mm-hmm. supposed to dress like a mom right which is sort of this idea of like um, not what I look like right now, which is like a dress great. and heels, or like a skirt, or like tailored pants. And oh like God, you know, that's what it they together. Like a to look like. And I, um, like, this I is was a like, mom. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that is um, that is really. That is different, you know. Uh, That's not uh, what I mean. So one to really ten,
4: how much of a mistake harder. was it doing this in here? Did, are you I uncomfortable? Told you we have sat I before. thought it would be cute. I thought it would be super cute, but you know, I'm, I'm my leg, and my arm, how are you? Blood flow wise? For
0: are listeners at home, now. it looks like you're in your daughter's room. Oh yes, God.
4: I did it to be cute. I thought it would be cute. So
0: cute, so cute. Hey, I love it. Hey, thank you, you. you thank you. By fun. the way,
4: thank you for finally, finally mentioning it. I went through a lot of effort to set this up, and nobody seems to appreciate it. And I can't feel my entire right sure arm. For
1: what it's worth, I told him we yeah. should on the floor. <laughs> Why, where is Amelie right now? Where is Amelie right now? So, great question. One of my uh, closest friends of 12 years, uh, I so graciously stepped in. Um, this is
4: where we should tell COVID, you. In COVID. Yeah.
1: And um, because Ravi and I are both still working, so she's mm-hmm. with us Tuesday through Friday. Wow, um, this, And helps us throughout the day. This is where and we should tell thing. them our
4: special pandemic experience, which will piss everyone off, which is that <laughs> we've, we've done this with three families and like the entire time.
1: Great. We so, right. all live next
4: door to each other. And we share a nanny who's one of her best friends. So, so, so her, the her structure of right.
1: where we live is that we're, I mean, legitimately probably 15 feet adjacent townhomes
4: Two yeah. families
1: that we uh, you know, see I mean, and interact with every day. Our kids we already friends. share common spaces, and so at the beginning, we were like, "Does this mean we have to, you know, quarantine?" Stop. But yeah. all the kids are home from school, yeah. um, and then our us and one of the other families um, shares. Um, my my friend is she's Her working. It helps both of How us. That was incredible.
4: And yeah, she, we have pool parties every day. I ordered know, a basketball goal. It's Patel zone. summer camp. It's, it's great. been great.
0: <laughs> I wish that in the beginning of this, they would have said, instead of like stay home, quarantine, I wish they'd have said find a pod. Yeah. I, I think people are doing that now. They though. are now. But I, um, I just from the beginning that people would have mm-hmm. just like teamed up. Would, I think it would have helped a lot of, I mean. Yeah.
4: Uh, I, yeah. I, let me ask you something. Has the pod game, ha, is it competitive out there? Were you in a hurry That's to a get point. offers out? That's a good point. Yeah. Talk to me.
0: Yeah, you know, I felt like really cool that I was like in a pod with like two families. And then like, it, I don't know, it kind of got like messy. And they're like, we're going to see these people now. And I mm. was like, oh, mm. okay. Well, That's hard. How did that make you feel? It, I true. mean, I could deal with it, but it was more my kids, to be honest, of being right. like, wanting to yeah. see those other kids. Yeah, it's so but hard. I, one thing I will say was during this whole quarantine adventure, yeah. I I thought – we were doing well gender role wise in my home like as a respect but um it really exposed a lot but it turned out for the better because hearing my husband work every day and what he has to do gave me much respect for him and the people that he manages and the role that he plays in his company. I'm so proud of him. And I I see how hard he works and I hear it. And he was able to really see what I do.
4: <laughs> right.
0: And that I'm also podcasting and acting class and Zoom audition all that stuff.
4: Right. Yeah.
0: And it, very similar to you guys, like made us a stronger team. Right. And I think that my kids are now when my little one needs a diaper change, he doesn't necessarily always go to me. Like sometimes Uh he's like, Hey daddy, I got a poo poo and it's amazing. But I, they, 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 and you touch on this in it too, is that, you know, the gender role view starts at home and kind of a way, it was like a gift for us, for our kids to kind of see us more Mm -hmm. as equals being, as far as being caregivers.
4: Oh, that was a big motivator for me. She shared an article with me, which is something she does four times a day. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and it was about exactly what you said, that mm-hmm. that, as, that adults get their, their values around gender roles from a very young age, from the way it was modeled to them. Mm-hmm. And that to me was like, that took, fr- that took it from, I need to be a better husband and help more no matter what. To Oh, I got to be a better father and I need to do this right now because I don't want to set the wrong example. I'm, wor- I'm, a- I'm honestly a little worried now, though, that the- my daughter's going to grow up to believe that men do everything. And <laughs> so I'm trying to like do less. But it's like, you know, you get in a role and you carry, I don't know. It's hard to remember that because I'm carrying this thing. It's called the mental load and I carry it. all. Right,
3: (laughs) right, right. Yes.
4: You know what, Ravi?
3: I have to say that your dear friend, Neil Paris, my (laughs) husband.
4: He's an incredible dad.
3: He's such a good dad and man, he works so hard. And while things haven't really shifted in that sense, like he's working from home, but he is like behind locked doors because he's always on a phone call. So like, I'm still doing the majority of the momming, but the positives are that he's, you know, home at five and that's when he kind of ends instead of like taking an hour car ride back home. It's, there's definitely positives, but he's still, you know, in here, but somehow he manages to go straight from work into mind you it's very difficult mentally and challenging for him but he goes right into being a dad and every inch of like free time he has he is there and um i think a lot of um i think what he's realized and especially after having kids is that the his good friends right now are friends that have similar parenting views so oh, i think yes. you know he's seeing yeah. a lot of he's seeing you know he's You are a very hands-on dad. His friends now are very hands-on that he's, you know, kind of gotten very close with. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I I think the dads in in that sense just really stick together. And I think...
4: Yeah, I feel like we all probably do that. Uh, I'm totally impressed with Neil. I agree with everything you said. Uh, He and I talk a lot, and I'll ask him advice on things a lot of times because I'm I'm, I'm genuinely inspired by him. But I, I, I think in general, all of us when we become parents you know, if you're lucky, you realize that, you know, this idea of how you're the average of the five or six people you surround yourself with. And I actively, you know, I I think we all do this. Like, I basically, I look for mentors in fatherhood. um, Because I'm hoping that at least if I surround myself with the right, with the right people, that I'll just pick stuff up.
3: And
1: you will. That's a given. Yeah. Yeah. I think we both do that. You yeah. know, I think I'm surrounded by also like a group of women who keep it real, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. for the good and for the bad. I think yeah. it's, it's important to acknowledge both. And they keep it I real think we've been
4: many times a day
1: <laughs> and just through also text, laugh, you know, it's thing. like we burn yeah. uh, tantrums into humor because like, what else are you going <laughs> to do with them? Um, so I think we've both been lucky in that
0: yeah. sense.
4: That's yeah.
1: great advice and great. And, and I think
0: it's something that hopefully naturally happens, you know, as, as you grow as parents and you kind of find your, mm-hmm. I always say, I'm like, whenever you find a good family, you're like, Oh, we could
1: vacation together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a good
4: one. Oh, I mean, it's, it's such, it's so fun actually. Cause you know, at this stage in our lives, we don't have the social bandwidth nor interest to socialize the way we used to. And so all of a sudden, you're like look like we're not taking any more clients in fact we're cutting clients yeah and you realize anytime you bring someone in it's kind of a, it's an m&a transaction you have to you have to cut someone you have to aggressively go after a couple i mean we i'm sure you all have had this where you get in a car and you're like i think we want to go after them right? yeah. uh, what are we going to do here i'll send them a text they'll say we had a good time Let's get this some- is
0: your next. This is your next docu series.
4: <laughs> yeah, making friends as adults
0: in your new town. Yes, you're your right. New
1: town, come on.
0: We have right. <laughs> some new
3: friends. I do not yeah. need the
1: camera on me. For that.
3: <laughs> I love how you guys are so very different, and it's apparent in your docu series. But you guys are so on the same page about. And there's so people. much love there. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. We're in a so good place.
0: So yep. much love. Very oh, different. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, because we're gonna make you guys share um, a shitty mommy and shitty daddy, if you don't
4: oh. mind. Okay, great. I sure. think
0: we warned you about that. Um, yeah. But again, you guys, August twenty-seven, all four episodes drop. I cannot just dis- like I cannot find enough adjectives to describe how much I enjoyed Sweet. every minute of all four. I washed them all with my husband last night. We loved it oh, so much. Guys. You've done such a beautiful <laughs> job. Um, truly, you guys are going to love it. Um, Absolutely. We'll right
3: Wonderful, Ravi.
4: Thanks, friend. And Mahali. So Thanks for salad. having us. This is awesome.
0: Hey, guys. So we are focusing on keeping things clean more than ever, I feel. But sometimes we forget the kind of nasty odors that come along with the things like we need to clean. For instance... Your gym is kind of in your house now, so it might be smelling like one too. Or your four-legged friends, pretty cute, but they kind of stink, and leave it on your towels and blankets. Or kids, I mean, think about the tough laundry odors from kids with the sports and the clothes and the socks and the summer sweat. I mean, I can go on. So enter OxyClean Odor Blasters. OxyClean Odor Blasters is a special formulation to tackle the toughest odors in your home, not just cover them up you have got to try oxyclean odor blasters for yourself to work your magic with oxyclean go to oxyclean.com slash try me and order a free sample that's oxyclean.com t-r-y-m-e for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last
2: this is mama said with jamie and jenna all
0: right we're back guys can you please share with us a shitty mommy and shitty daddy? I feel like you have some somewhere.
2: Shitty mommy. There's yeah.
1: so many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going through my Rolodex of the last almost. <laughs> have you guys years?
3: ever forgotten Amelie at school or something? <laughs>
1: She is so
3: cute, by the way. Oh, my God. Thanks. She's so funny. It's so funny to
1: watch that episode back because it was only, I mean, almost like to date exactly a year ago, but God, she seems so much So much much changes in those ages. Yeah, (laughs) like two and a half, almost three to three and a half, almost four is a really- Yeah, like she's a. I feel like she's a baby in that. Aww. He was a baby in that. She was definitely yeah. totally a baby. she
4: yeah. was so, she cute. Was That's so my favorite part so of different. watching. All right, uh, shitty. You she, go she, why first. don't we do a shitty mom first? Uh, <laughs> so I have more time to think about this. Shitty dads. I just can't. You know, I don't know that it's available, but we can. You know, <laughs> it's
2: uh,
3: available. Don't
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's totally available. Dress or site. you
3: could do like a shitty husband
1: and wife. Yeah, shitty. I you could do a combined one.
4: Yeah, I mean, I
1: oh, there was a nice one about oh that us came quickly filming her on the chair.
4: Oh my god!
1: Oh my god! Oh, this, this was, was so
4: embarrassing because so it felt Here very. Go, I don't know how to say. It felt very like bad millennial. Like <laughs> she was, he was, she was, so was. Have
1: one of those little um, IKEA table and wooden chairs. Yeah. It's in our like little living area. It's like a little space for her. Mm-hmm. And, and Emily, she was dancing, uh, as, just
4: crushing it. Like, yeah, I've like, never been to the surf lodge, but obsessed. she was going after it. She's yeah. Yeah. obsessed
1: yeah. with dancing and singing. And she was... Um, On
4: top of the chair. Oh, uh, yeah. just going after it. And we're laughing and videotaping it. <laughs> so we have a video of this. And it's so she bad. makes one bad move. The chair slips behind her. Yeah. And oh, she goes face first, first into oh. the Oh, was, oh.
1: It was really bad. And we have were I've both seen this? so equally seen this video? Have
4: you seen this video?
1: It's been on social. Oh. I think it's been
4: released. Yeah, okay. okay. Has it been released, sure. Mahaley? It was because I, I always Here's another thing. In order for me to see what my daughter's up to, I have to go on her Instagram stories. <laughs> the only reason I go to Instagram, I literally just go to her stories. I'm like, oh, that's cute. They did that. today.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. So
3: um, keep going. I'm sorry.
1: It was... I mean...
4: It was embarrassing, it was shameful. shameful, it was a lesson. And
1: we <laughs> were both equally, you know, we were both equally responsible. It was 10% we of your fault if we, if we really wanted to... We yeah. were both, like, sitting there just, like, soaking up the moment and loving it and then yeah. just filming it on our phones, yeah. like, total But, like, photos. a real oh. spring
4: break legend that she unfortunately will be.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: She got right back into dancing. Like, there was oh, not- yeah, she did she just she's like girl let's go yeah. oh
3: yeah. my god I like don't I don't even want to know how she is in college oh
4: god. I'll tell you right now it's gonna it's gonna be a problem
0: she's gonna be like I'm she's gonna,
1: gonna party be like- with my little one Jack because we already oh, call him totally. frankly like I know what did,
2: but the I'm
1: still holding out hope that she's gonna like turn a corner and take my path in life which was like a real nerd not a whole <laughs> lot of zero, friends
4: chance. And zero chance zero
1: writing her papers perfect in advance you know, you know what's
4: dangerous about her she's she's got okay so so she's basically got my personality which is very thirsty it's pre- it's premised on I wish I was taller. I wish I was more attractive. Will you hang out with me? Is there any world in which you'll kiss me? These are the things that, oh that manifest. Okay, so, but the problem is, is that she looks like her. So what yeah, we yes. have is, a very dangerous alchemy really? of thirstiness right. and it's an extreme amount of aesthetic power. Yes. She could be like the female Donald Trump fraud. Like there's, We're going to have to manage not,
3: God forbid. Why would you even go there?
4: Just saying it is a dangerous potion. Yes. And that is another reason why we're leaving L.A. Let's <laughs> rewind about her. the
0: comparison, please. <laughs>
4: I'm just, you know what?
0: I was I was going to go first female president. Thank you.
4: That's a much That would be better, the upside. That would that be the upside. Better.
2: Hopefully, we'll
0: have a female president before that. I was going to say, God, that, is,
4: that was sadder than what I said.
0: Yeah, or yeah, like the president right. of her
4: <laughs> sorority. Maybe. Oh, that's happening.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, You're that's happening. Council
0: sorority, all of it. <laughs> well, you guys are doing an incredible job, and you did again an amazing job on this docu series. It's I loved every second, um, and thank you so much for. Supporting Mama said from the beginning, and and spending time with us today. Oh,
4: that's so sweet. I'm so proud of y'all. Again, I love your show. Uh, this Thank was you. so fun. Also, again, we're going to be running this on my podcast, which isn't out yet, but it's going to be called Pursuit of the Pursuit, the Pursuit of the Pursuit of Happiness, a companion to the HBO Mag Show. And we're going to run this as the companion to the Japan Show. That's and fun. then I'm going to call you guys up at the end of it. Yes. So here's the question I want you to think about for when I call okay. you. Up, okay. I want you to think about what are the three things, the three pieces of wisdom, the three moments, any three things from the experience of making the show that taught you the most about life. And that means it can be things about parenting. It could be things about making a show with someone, any of that. I want you to think on that. And then the other thing I would say is think of one book that has dramatically impacted the way you live your life. Mm, okay. Okay. I love Feel it. I have those questions. I look forward to so this good. answer. Okay.
0: And we're going to wrap this episode up with a mama said, or should I say Mahaley's mama said, there's always a
4: loophole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, liked that.
1: So good. I really so liked good. that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mother. I mean, look, guys, you just got to look hard enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> right
4: um, dare I say I love you guys. Love Take you care.
1: back, you guys. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bigway. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week.
0: We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are carefree. For more information or to buy, check it out on Amazon or Walmart.com, or you may find it at your local grocery store or CVS oxyclean go to oxyclean.com slash try me to get your free odor blaster sample while supplies last shapermint go to shapermint.com slash mama and use code mama to get an additional 10% off their already discounted prices
3: each and every go to each and every.com slash mama and use code mama for 30% off your first purchase chomps go to chomps.com slash mama said and use code mama said 15 to get 15% off your entire order And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Goodbye, mamas. Hey, you guys. It's Sophia. And Sistine Stallone. And we are so excited to share with you our brand new podcast, Unwax. And I go, Sophia, look who I matched with. And she goes are you f***ing kidding me I just went on a date with him I was like do I block him so join us each week as we discuss adulting what's that single life tragic and of course give you our unsolicited advice while bringing on exciting guests to join the chaos you need to do what you need to do to get through the breakup <laughs> <laughs> so whatever we're sending easy. you a snapchat message yeah. <laughs>
4: that's just, you're toxic <laughs> that's toxic
1: as <laughs> so be sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or Podcast1.com and join us every Tuesday to listen to the best content the internet has to offer.